Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Hello, and thanks for joining us again. Today, Sean and I are going to talk, we're going to talk about the paradigm shifts in the wastewater industry with the way that people look at wastewater in general. Hi, Sean. Hey, are you ready for this? I think I am. I think I am. <laughs> it's a pretty vast topic. So when you try to break it down it yeah. into, into digestible chunks, it can get interesting, especially for those of us that have been doing this forever and go down rabbit holes like this and could have yeah. multi-hour conversations on single parts of the topic alone. So the way that we look at wastewater, the way that we talk about wastewater has really changed over time. We're even seeing changes today, right? We're seeing shifts in the way that people talk about and look at water and wastewater. You know, one of the thoughts early on, one of the practices for dealing with wastewater early on was basically just to move it away from your property. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Move it away from your village, move it away from your property, just get it away from where you're at so that it's not causing illness in your vicinity. Right. Probably. I think long ago, people, you know, they, they had an idea about wastewater. They knew it was bad. They didn't know why it was bad. Mm -hmm. And they just knew that it was a bad thing. So move it as right. far away from you as you can. Well, however, the, whichever way you can. There's that word and, though, bad. Like wastewater is not bad, but they didn't know how to no, deal with it. We realize that now. Right. We realize right. that now. Like we've shifted right. Which that is one paradigm. Of the paradigm shift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but back then they didn't know how to deal with it, right? They just knew, right. oh, if we go upstream, we'll get sick. So mm -hmm. we want to move it away. Send it all downstream. Yeah. And then there was a paradigm shift because it was like, wait, we need to actually deal with our stuff. Right. Like we need to treat our own wastewater. And yeah. I think even now you're seeing, you're seeing more and more of the benefits of knowing what's in your waste stream. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they started testing wastewater for COVID. Right. Right. During the pandemic to see, and even today, they're still doing it now. There was a, there's a study that was just published that said that some of their test sites are showing an uptick in the prevalence. So, you know, it, right. it can, wastewater can tell you a lot about the health of a community or yeah. region. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of this goes back to especially there were there were some watershed moments pardon the pun but mm -hmm. watershed moments in wastewater in which they realized that when they put waste into the river or the stream the folks that were downriver of that would get sick mm -hmm. and so they had sort of an aha moment that okay the waste carries 
diseases and other things. So we need to figure out a way to treat that. Mm-hmm. And then it had another aha moment when they found a way to see the microorganisms in wastewater and right. to identify them as being right. disease carrying, you know, pathogens or mm-hmm. entities or, or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So there was definitely some aha moments, I think, and I think every industry goes through them, but this particular one, the whole idea of finding these things were real light bulb moments for people in understanding how to deal with wastewater and how to treat wastewater. Mm-hmm. The whole treatment idea, again, was that aha moment also, right? When it goes from, Mm -hmm. I'm going to flush this and forget it, to, Mm -hmm. wait, how are we going to, how are we going to reclaim this? How are we going Mm -hmm. to make this so that it's usable? I mean, I had a conversation one time where someone was talking about, well, no. Like wastewater just goes away. And I'm like, where do you think it goes? Like, (laughs) where do you think it goes? Like, Mm -hmm. it goes to a treatment plant. It goes to some type of, you know, it is collected, however that occurs. Mm -hmm. It is taken to a treatment plant, whatever that treatment plant looks like. And then it is discharged into your waterways, whether that be into the groundwater via a drain field, sand filter, irrigation, whatever Mm -hmm. is happening, or it's discharged into the river after disinfection. Right. So when I told her, I was like, no, it, it's disinfected. It's treated, disinfected, goes through a whole process. And then they put it into the river. She's like, I swim in there. I'm like, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, you do swim in there. And you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Wait, it gets all clean and then you swim right. in it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's mind blowing for some people yeah. to even yeah. think they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. You do understand that matter cannot be created or destroyed. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of a thing. Well, it's really kind of a right. thing. It's really interesting because I was doing some study on this particular topic before we decided to do the the podcast. And a lot of these paradigm shifts that I ran across are in some ways all related. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking that like as I'm thinking about the change in public perception around wastewater Mm -hmm. and then reuse, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like you shift your mind to not think of it as wastewater, wasted right. water, but it's water that's coming out that has been used, not wasted. It has mm-hmm. been used and you now have to clean it so that it can go back into the cycle. Yeah. I think the onus rests pretty much on the industry to do the education. Right. Because folks won't do it themselves. Right. You. It's up to us to... And by us, I mean those of us who are in the know and deal with public training and that kind of thing to mm-hmm. be able to pass along this kind of information. Right. The whole idea of removing the yuck factor from wastewater. Yeah. The idea of seeing wastewater not as waste, but as a resource mm-hmm. and changing the whole idea of treatment plants to resource reclamation plants. Right. Because wastewater actually exactly. is a resource. 
I know. I, I, I know it's wastewater, and and we'll probably continue to call it that. We'll forever, still call but... it that. My dad, <laughs> my dad would probably get really mad that I want to change the term, but. <laughs> To call it wastewater just has this negative connotation, right? The word right. waste is negative and it's not mm -hmm. wasted. It's used. It's used to sanitize your dishes. It's used to move your mm -hmm. bodily waste mm -hmm. from your home. It's used to bathe so that, you know, it's used to brush your teeth so that you can maintain mm -hmm. good health and hygiene. It's used and we are reclaiming it. Right. It's not a waste. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to be a waste. Water is typically just the vehicle that's used for all of these applications. Yeah. And our job is to remove, the industry's job is to remove the nutrients mm -hmm. and contaminants that were never there to begin with. Right. Out of it to restore it to its original state, its pristine, crystal clear, clean state so mm -hmm. that it can be reused again. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think that you're right. The onus is on those in the industry, those that know, to mm -hmm. remove the stigma. Yeah. To try to educate. It's always shocking to people when we talk about how much education we actually have to do, right? How much, right. How much talking about it, because people just don't know. Like, I was yeah. shocked having to have that conversation with adults and not, mm -hmm. like, people that are older than me, mm -hmm. right? That have no idea that their wastewater treatment plant in our little town dumps into the river. Mm -hmm. And it was actually, I was talking to someone out in Sutherland and I was like, that's where it goes in. Right. That's where it goes into your creek. They're like, what? That's, that's where the wastewater treatment plant is next to the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for dilution. Yeah. You're welcome. It's clean. Yeah. But it goes back to a lot of a lot of the times I've heard, and I've heard you say on several occasions, when you know better, do better. And when we have the chance to help people understand that it's not yucky, right? That it is a valuable resource. That it's yeah. you don't have to be afraid of it. It's not something to be afraid of. It's something to be cautious around because it, right. like we've said before, it does it does carry diseases. But it's not it's not that that's not, it's not the boogeyman. You know, right. under your house. It's, but there's so many things that were that you, there's so valuable. many things that we're cautious around, right? Like you're cautious right. around your vehicle. You're not going to mm -hmm. go and take used oil out of your vehicle and ingest it. No. Right? It's your car's mm -hmm. waste. You're not going to mm -hmm. There are lots of things that we're cautious around that we've just come to accept. Mhm. Mm and it's fine. Because yeah. it gets us from point A to point B, or it fulfills some need in our lives. Mm -hmm. And this is and no we've different. Developed, right. We've yeah. developed, you know, practices to keep us safe and yeah. so on. So, yeah. yeah. It's all fascinating. And now, mm -hmm. especially with the push for green technologies and water reuse, we're seeing another paradigm shift with sea level rise. Mm -hmm. the algae blooms that are happening, all of those water issues that are coming up. We're seeing rivers that dry up, all different kinds of things are happening. And so water reuse and green technology actually is really coming more into the foreground. 
Yeah. yeah it's, it's actually going to be a bigger industry, I think, than it is currently. You're going to see new plants being built to yep. do reclamation and yep. to do cleanup and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. One of the things I ran across while I was doing the the study for this or the, re- the research for this was something that they were talking about as far as an economy. And mm. I say that with air quotes because that's yeah. sort of the, the term that they use. But it, it, wastewater or you know this resource that we call wastewater mm-hmm. has gone from a linear economy where yeah. we produce it and get rid of it yep. to a circular economy where we use it get rid of the nutrients or to pull the nutrients out, reuse mm-hmm. the wastewater in yep. some fashion, goes back into the water cycle mm-hmm. to be reused again in a circular motion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's sort of where we, we need to try to get to. I think right. as far as education and perception is trying to get people to understand that this is all connected. It's all circular and they benefit from participating in this because they're saving their own water cycle. Yeah. The water that we use for drinking is getting less and less as the population continues to grow and grow. Right. And we need to be able to ensure that there will be enough potable water going forward. Right. That people can have access to. Yep. Sorry, yeah. I mean to get on a little diatribe there. No, but it I mean it really speaks to you know why there's be there's this shift happening again. Yeah. That's getting more and more attention, right? Yes. So, good talk. I I love these t- kinds of topics. The- <laughs> I do too. I think going forward, if we can, I, well, I would love to see, because I know this is, this is something that's growing and, and it's getting better, but getting low-income populations like third world countries and things like that access to sanitation and clean water mm-hmm. that's that's of a growing concern i think and i think yeah. that that's that's going to be that's going to be sort of where the future is at this point a lot of the effort is going to be in getting proper sanitation to those that don't have it yeah and that's the first step i think yeah i would agree with that yeah i would agree with that well and being good stewards of yes the water that we use right we talk about that stewardship thing a lot right mm-hmm We've talked about it a number of times on the podcast and just being as responsible as you can with what you use, mm-hmm. right? You know, a number, I know that I recycle, mm-hmm. I recycle my cardboard, we recycle bottles and cans, you know, mm-hmm. doing what we can. And I don't really see wastewater any different. Like, no, it's really not. Yeah. You do what you can. Yeah, you do what you can. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's, again, it's an education thing where you don't just leave the tap on. You don't just, mm-hmm. you know, walk away from it. You don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's, there's. <laughs> it's, well, it's. <laughs> it, it, tied into it's, it. It's full circle. It's everything, right? It it's It's not flushing it stuff down your toilet. Like we've talked about yeah. a million times. It's being yep. responsible with what you put in the waste stream. I saw. A, yes. I can't remember. I cannot remember which one, but I saw a major news outlet talking about how flushable wipes are not really flushable and don't break down. I mean, they're flushable. Don't get me wrong. They flush, but they don't break down. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. a friend sent it to me. And I'm like, yeah. Like, yep. 
we've we've had the benefit of knowing that for years. (laughs) Right. I'm like, my dad set up an experiment like 15 years ago (laughs) because we had a bunch of people asking us about flushable wipes and. But I think that just speaks to the whole idea of how much we, how far we have to go with with the education. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. All right. Well, we're going, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're, We're moving in the right direction. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, Sean, for the talk. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We want to thank you again for joining us today. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.arenco.com. Until next time, have a great day.